0: If you want, want some respect, You've got to get it It seems to me that you're up here to learn the world So I consider you another stupid one Don't mess with me You're off You won't stand my back You've got to pay the price I just thought it once. tell you twice Don't mess with me You're off the You can't be a duck It won't start to change Your not in that deep Starts to a is your life, just as it's your life I can actually friends with some, I don't even try. Don't mess with me, you're a thin ice You won't stand my back, you better pay the price I just tell you once, tell you twice Don't mess with me, you're a thin ice
1: Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send into to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we just honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to go out and support the stuff that you do like, regardless of what we say about it purchase records, go see bands. We're not trying to make objective value judgments or be critics in a traditional sense. We're just trying to put new music in front of you and encourage to engage with it however you see fit. Uh, All of the content is user submitted, and we just roll some dice and uh, usually get through between five and seven randomly selected bands each episode, listen to them, and that's all there is to it. It's a very, very simple show. Before we do anything else, because I always forget to do this uh, if I don't do it literally the second that we start recording. Get it done. We got a bunch of new Patreon subscribers. Shout them out! It's been uh, it's been really popping off lately. Like this last last month or so. Yeah, we're shooting into the upper echelons. I think we're like we're really getting there. We're, All right, we're touching the sky. All right. Hopefully, we don't fly too close to the sun. But
2: are, are we getting <laughs> to the point where people are going to start to th- care about shit that we said a long time ago?
1: I don't think so. No. I mean, I, think I don't it, ever want
2: to get to that point.
1: I think if you're I think if you're subscribing to the Patreon, you probably know what's up. And I said something very offensive as recently as last week. Yeah, but see, Joe Rogan said a bunch of offensive stuff, mm-hmm. and uh,
2: you know. Well, listen, if we I ever, think, I think if you're like tuning in to Joe Rogan, yeah,
1: you know what's up. For sh- that's true. But if if we get if we get Joe Rogan big, and then everybody comes for us. It's good. We already got Joe Rogan big. I put yeah. that money aside right. a long time ago. It's done. It's time. Fire g- me. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go buy an island in the Caymans. Fire me. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going to New Zealand and you'll never see me again. Right. <laughs> right. You know, they
2: won't let you in New Zealand. Saying the shit that Joe said, uh, yeah. they won't let you in. What
1: about us? Oof. You don't think so? <laughs> <Yeesh>. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, we've got like, I don't know, we've got like six or something new subscribers since last week. Um, we're, like I said, we're, we're moving to the upper echelons. We're giving Joe a, a run for his money. So we've got uh, Russell at the $5 tier. We've got Chris at the $10 tier. We've got Jared at the $5 tier. Jared, one of my oldest friends. A dude I've known since like middle school. Didn't even know, again, we had another guy that I've been friends with a super long time that subscribed to the Patreon. My friend Ian, like last week who I didn't even realize listened to the show. Jared, I had no fucking clue listened to the show let alone uh, was about to give me $5 a month. So thanks to Jared. There you go. Then we've got uh, Phil at the $5 tier, Matt at the $5 tier, and Alex at the $5 tier. So thanks to everybody who subscribed we just put a new episode up last week uh, we're going to try and get one more done in the uh, month of february so you'll have three episodes oh we of have february. plenty of time we'll get it done oh yeah we got we got tons of time we'll for sure. if there's if there's one thing we're really good about it's making sure we get the patreon content up on time consistently it'll get up yeah for sure uh, i've been i've been a lot better about it i'll say that it'll uh, get so the more money we get here's this The more money that we get, the more pressure I will feel to provide a quality product. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so.
2: I, 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 yeah, I mean, that's kind of shitty because, uh, you know, (laughs) I mean, even if one person. Right. Yeah. Feels, uh, you know, they want to deign to uh, pay attention to you. You got to deliver to them.
1: There's no doubt that that's true, but. Nonetheless, I stand in opposition to that principle. Right. Um, so if that sounds interesting to you, five bucks gets you access to all the content that we put out. Ten bucks gets you access to that, plus the tapes that we release. Um, Patreon.com slash Demo Listen Podcast. Uh, you know, go give us some money if you feel so inclined. Um, it's it's It was wild. We got like five new subscribers in like one day a few days ago. So thanks to everybody who's been signing on. Thanks to everybody who's been with us for a long time. So I've got something that is more... Um, is more on topic than I even could have guessed because when I got here and I put the headphones on, you were listening to the very thing that I was going to bring up. which is, is why they're not going to let us into New Zealand. <laughs> this is why they're not going to let us into New into New Zealand. So it it's I guess it's just news. It's not good or bad. It's news that exists in the liminal space between good and bad news, mm-hmm. depending upon your perspective. Hey, it is what it is. It it's news. That's for sure. Uh, so Grimyard, who for any new listeners, uh, we like we like a lot. And for very a very rough, uh, just you know, quick minute of context. Uh, is a a racist solo project that we accidentally big upped for a long time before realizing that it was racist. After the tapes that a bunch of our listeners right. <laughs> ordered came with like racist paraphernalia, right? And um, so
2: then we stopped big upping, but we did not stop listening, listening to liking.
1: Right. So he came out with a new a uh, new two song single like what today I think yeah. I think it came out just today, and. It's really good. Like maybe the best material that he's done yet in he's my opinion. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy, but he's a fucking he's a batter riffer. Yeah, there are some good riffs There's on there. There's some it's really good. And and so that gets to my point But about he's also this. really bad. He's a <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's at the very least an insufferable prick. Um so that gets to my point about this. It's really really good. Have no idea if, what the content is cuz he's screaming in like, you know, uh anguished black metal tones sure. off, over the top of it. Probably objectionable, if I can guess by any of our previous interactions or the paperwork that he sent out with his previous releases. Who knows? He blew his cover. He did blow his cover, but this is what I was going to say. The riffs are fucking great. He's a bad boy. We should take the song riff for riff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> re-record it for like for parasitic twins or something and make all the lyrics about how being gay and Jewish and communist is super cool <laughs> We should just take like full stop steal the song yeah <laughs> yeah you know
2: I don't I don't know I I, I don't I don't know if uh, I'm ready for 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 that I think that maybe that's a little uh you know that's a little um petty yeah, yeah, sure. It's yeah, right? it's petty. Yeah, right? I agree. I don't. Know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I, I ain't gonna give him too much heat, right? Because eventually the heat's coming.
1: Yeah, from some from somewhere or the other. Whether he gets entrapped by the FBI, you know. I
2: mean, you know, that's the thing. Is like, you know, he's already feeling the heat. That's why he's crying about how tough it is to be a white guy. Yeah, that's right?
1: true. Sure. So
2: let him. Let him. He doesn't need They don't need it. He, he writes a good fucking song. I'll give him that. I ain't going to fucking front. It's good. Yeah, it's um, really good. Do what you will with that information, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. All, well, uh, hey, maybe we won't do it in PT, but I can't promise that. In one <laughs> one project or another of mine, you won't hear the exact the exact Grim Yard riff. You,
2: you, you, you're going to start your own personal. Here's the thing, though. Because this is it. I don't want to be involved in beefs. Yeah, I suppose. Right? Sure. I mean, this is... Honestly,
1: you picked a bad <laughs> for, for the show that yeah, we that, do. That, I, I know, but yeah. it's not a real beef. I mean, you know, yeah.
2: like, so I made fun of your shitty beat down band. If you're going to cry about it, I get that's your fucking problem, right? Sure.
1: Yeah. You know, whatever. Um But you don't want to attract the attention of the Aryan nation.
2: I'm not, you know, whatever. But like, it's more, I mean, it's more, um in instigating a targeted beef. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be one thing if like, let's say, Um, Omerta really don't like that band. Yeah, they're very bad. Really don't like that band. Sure. Right. I'm all for like being upfront about that. I think that band is terrible. Yeah. Right. And if that bugs you, that bugs you. And that, I don't really give a shit, right? Sure. It would be another thing if I said, hey, you know what we should do? Yeah. Let's, um, let's go see omerta play yeah and then like try to get on a bill with them and play covers of their songs before they play which we've discussed we've doing discussed for rap, doing but only yeah. only for bands like black flag when right. black flag was turning sure it was touring like whatever variant of that was yeah not like a little band, right you know what i mean like sure. it's it, it'd be one thing if you know we go out and um i don't know say get uh, invited to uh play with ignite yeah sure we just play ignite songs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well that would be a blast. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty funny. Sure, yeah. It doesn't it it's not the same thing as like singling out some like rando. Yeah. Especially some rando that only puts out twenty five tapes at a time. Sure. And uh, you know, that's uh that's a little pointed. It is, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I still might do it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not interested in that sort of stuff. Okay. I'll tell you that your band sucks or whatever, but um you know. So does mine probably for a lot of you. I don't. It's the thing. Like you know,
1: like who gives a shit? Yeah, Um, we should cut the racist a break.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's got it tough enough already, right? That's why he's crying. (laughs) That's probably true. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. If he was doing well, I guess he probably wouldn't be racist. Yeah.
2: Well, at least he wouldn't be crying about it, right? Yeah, for sure. He'd I just mean, be
1: keeping it He'd be keeping it all built, just coiled up inside right, secretly. Because he's making that money. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, you can be as
2: racist as you want. Just keep your fucking mouth shut and stay out of the way. Sure, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, that's a fair point. I
2: think it's a fair point. I'm not interested in changing your fucking mind. Sure. I'm not interested in changing the fucking world. Just keep your fucking
1: mouth shut and stay the fuck out of the way. True enough. (laughs) Uh, You got anything that you wanted to uh, bring up up top?
2: So I did something I haven't done in more than two years. I watched a
1: new movie. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What'd you watch? I watched The Green Knight. Oh, yeah. I liked The Green Knight a lot. I hated that. movie. You hated it? Hated it. I I really liked it. Hated it. It wasn't to your taste. I thought it was going to be
2: right up my fucking alley. Yeah. And I could not have been more fucking bored and irritated with almost every scene that went by. It's a slow film. There's no reason for it to be that slow. That's true. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Uh, It seems like I've never read the poem that The Green Knight is based on, but I'm guessing that there's probably not a ton of source material there. So they're really trying to stretch it out and make every moment as mysterious and poignant as possible. Yeah. And I found that to be, um, frankly, insulting. Yeah, that's right. Like, just fucking stop it. Just give me a straight scene. Yeah. And then the icing on the cake, mm-hmm. the icing on the cake. And I don't understand why theaters, like 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 theaters. I don't understand why production film production crews do this. They had a fox in the movie. Mm-hmm. Fake.
1: Yeah, I don't know why either. Just put the real just fucking a fox, real in. fox in. Just put a real fox in. That was a gripe of mine, for sure. Well, holy
2: fuck, you ain't going to tell me that, that making that thing look real was cheaper than just getting a real fox. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. I hate that shit. I, I, I really wanted to give that movie a chance I thought boy I don't like I don't like the main character mm-hmm. hate him yeah he's a shit yeah he's a shit right he's a piece of shit Yeah. he's a fucking wimp he's a fucking soursop mm-hmm. right didn't like him I didn't like how slow literally everything was but then the green Knight shows up I said okay now we're talking yeah and you don't see him again for fucking 90 minutes
1: that is true yeah
2: and he literally does nothing. Yeah, it's a pretty ineffectual film, but it's, it's very visually arresting. I did not find it visually arresting whatsoever. I liked how it the looked landscapes a lot. were shitty looking, that nothing looked good. Everything th- looked ruinous and awful. Everything well, was sure. really monochromatic as either deep green yeah. or it was like, you know, like uh, brown, a That's lot of true. brown themes. Yeah. Uh, I guess contrasting the wreck and ruin that humans put upon the earth and then the the green, and you know, they even mentioned that. It, it's just I don't know, man. It was a fucking, it seemed like the movie was really stretching to uh, um, make itself more mysterious than I think it needed to be. I'd have been perfectly happy if Homeboy would have just left, got into a few fucking skirmishes on his way to see the Green Knight, and then lit shit up at the end. Sure. Instead, all he did was fucking cry, get beat up by children, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, get that. followed around by a fake fox, yeah, fuck some dude's wife in his house, yeah, right, get kissed by said dude. <laughs> yeah. for some fucking reason and i don't care to like go online and figure out what the hell that was like what was going on there right right the mystery about it all what why was the dude's mother setting him up like this don't know don't care yeah morgana right yeah. it is based on a Thurian legend. yeah it's arthurian shit yeah right mm-hmm. green knight shows up all right now it's time yeah nothing happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Virtually nothing happens in that film. That is true. It's it, it, I I will give it this. I liked it. I thought the cinematography was very brilliant. Uh, however, it may have been more suited to a short film format. Yeah, absolutely. Give me 20 minutes. 20 minutes. For sure. I can agree with that. I it, do not need. It was overlong. I
2: do not need every riddle and mystery spelled out in slow motion over yeah. Two hours and ten
1: minutes. That's true. I can agree with that. It so did seem to drag a bit. I, I
2: genuinely regretted watching a new movie. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I thought it was going to be good, and it wasn't, Yeah. and now I'm back off new movies. I,
1: <laughs> there's a lot of good ones out there. I
2: don't think there are.
1: <laughs> there are. You're just like the guys who, who stumble upon this show after 25 years lapsed listening to Punk and Hardcore and go, Oh, there's actually a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there is. There is a lot. There's a lot.
2: I don't. I don't. I'm not really sure there is. There's a movie. There's a Russian movie that came out a few years ago. I'm going to check out. It's a sci-fi movie called um, "Hard to Be a God." I haven't heard of that. Um, It's black and white. Okay. The trailer looks pretty dope. It's um, an indie film, and uh, basically, some scientists go find a planet Mm -hmm. that is basically in a state of medieval development level of development. Yeah, and. they uh, kind of go native. That sounds sick. Yeah. I can get into that. I'll probably check that out. So it sounds pretty good. Um I'm not interested in any in, in in any of the big pictures. I probably will never watch another comic book movie. I just don't give a fuck. We were talking about this the other day at the Yeah. at the um at the um
1: pinball arcade. Well, we talked about it on the on the show too.
2: Yeah. I uh, probably will ne- but 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 it it's it's I you know, we were talking about it cuz there was a car that went by that had some, you know, horse shit on it and then there was a baby Yoda. Yeah. And uh, I don't give a fuck, dude. Uh, fuck off. Uh, your, your love of um, pop culture is not an endearing uh, character trait.
1: No, certainly not. So fuck off. That said, I am really excited for a lot of new superhero movies, and I will be gladly uh, pouring into the theater with the rest of the marks behind a big bag of sickening, disgusting popcorn and watching them with a big, stupid smile on my face. Not me. I'm waiting for them to fucking run it into the ground.
2: I'm just waiting for the next one. I'm waiting for it to run it right. Waiting for him to just ram that fucker right
1: into a wall, and everybody's goddamn sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that moment will come eventually. Can't come fast enough. Um, all right, you want to listen to music? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. So first up in the queue tonight, we have got uh, Backslider. This is uh, predictably a submission from our buddy John. If anybody was going to send in Backslider, it was probably John. Backslider's been around for a while. He mm-hmm. uh, he referred to this as a return to form playing grimy and fast as they are want to do then we have got adhd with their demo 2021 this was sent in by eric he said this is uh, a new new hardcore band out in new york that's really good he didn't really provide any context other than that but it seems like a lot of people have bought the uh, this demo digitally on their on their Bandcamp. So evidently, people like this. Then we have got TV Dust with Beep. Um, this was sent in by Vinny. I can't remember if he provided any context t- context for this or not, but I, I don't believe that he did. Then we have got Rot TV with Tales of Torment. Uh, this was sent in by Franklin. Says it's a, a rad band out of Melbourne, Australia. Then we have got Infinite Ammo with I, their demo. Uh, This was sent in by Cameron, who I believe sings for the band. He said he's a fan of the show uh, and decided to send this in, see if we landed on it, and uh, perhaps eviscerated it. He said they play like punk, grindy, punky, experimental stuff, and they're out of Missoula, Montana. Then we have got a submission from a fellow named Brody, who said he's been listening to the podcast since episode three. Um, he says the band is called Time Your Run, and it is a physical, or a, 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 it is a kind of, not a solo project, but a project, just like a recording project between himself and his friend that doesn't have a band camp or a Spotify or anything. Um, he says he uses the, the term band loosely. It's more just like a project. Uh, there's no band camp or anything for that. He just sent the track directly to, uh, to our email. And then we have, got, um, we have got Stay the Fuck at Home. Uh, They're split with Potbelly. This was also submitted by the individual who does this. It's a solo project by a guy named Rob. Uh, It's out of New Orleans. He says it's influenced by 80s hardcore and early 90s power violence stuff. And this was a solo project that came about during uh, the uh, height of the COVID pandemic. And this was kind of his way of processing that stuff. Then we have got Better Than You with Ha Ha Ha. This was sent in by two of our Swedish listeners, uh, Matthias and Anton. Um, He said, he described this stuff as?" like locking out style bouncy hardcore. Then we have got Plague Pits with I. I think that's the second thing that we have tonight uh, called I. Maybe the other one is one. Maybe they're both the Roman numeral one. I don't know. It's impossible to to determine uh, the difference between I and one Roman numeral in print. Um, This was sent in by Derek, uh, described this as like synthy stuff. And then last up we have got a band whose name i'm not going to be able to pronounce they're from helsinki finland it's uh don't even L- fucking try. <laughs> Lesite, seat, seat? I don't know, man. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was looking at the name of the release. Um, uh, yeah, that one, dude. Phew, Jesus, this comes to us from the ever-reliable Ryan Donahoe, so I'm sure it probably rips. He said in the email, "Good luck pronouncing any of this." I actually saw the artwork for this earlier today. The artwork uh, looked cool. Yeah, it I looks just, it looks like a classic classic '80s hardcore demo or yeah, something. Yeah, this
2: this popped up on like a uh, YouTube channel,
1: and I did not click on it. Okay, cool. Uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up first. Five. All right. Five is uh, Infinite Ammo. This is the one that comes to us from Cameron, who sings from the band. You can find this at subtowermt.bandcamp.com. Um, I guess that's the label that put this out. Um Let's just uh jump right in. he didn't uh, he didn't give us a, a particular song. The song that's queued up to play is the longest track on the record Polar but yeah, that's what they want us to listen to. I'll, I'll trust their intuition. It's not a it's not a
2: super big deviation from everything else
1: No, like maybe like a minute longer yeah. a little under a minute longer than the second longest track on here. so yeah so we're gonna listen to the song Polar by the band Infinite ammo off of their demo. We just heard the song Polar by the band Infinite Ammo off of their demo. How'd you feel about it? Mm, boy, that
2: was long. It was long, yeah. I think that there's a good concept there, mm-hmm. um, but get to the point. Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't I didn't really have a lot of beef with the components of the song individually, mm-hmm. um, but I just felt like it really ambled along and didn't really go anywhere. And I, it ran into the next song, Asylum, and it sounded like it came straight off the s- track pre- prior to it, Steven Segal. Right. So I'm just wondering if, I mean, you know, basically when I hear that, even though the polar was the first track that uh, came on, mm-hmm. if we were going to do that and have song running the song, running the song, mm-hmm. you're supposed to listen to these in a certain order. Right. Yeah. And so depending upon what, like a track like gasping and then Steven Seagal do, mm mm-hmm. And then go into polar. Maybe it would sound a little
1: more coherent. Yeah, in the context yeah. of the other songs. Yeah, that's true for sure. Um, so I I liked this kind of more than I expected to when it when it started off. I find I found myself nodding along to that main kind of bigger riff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something kind of endearingly amateurish about this. I thought it was fun. Uh, it uh, yeah I when it started I, I legitimately thought oh this is gonna be bad. Um, but as as time bore on I was like you know what this is. This is kind of fun. This is, I like this. This is the first demo from this band. I agree with you that this needs to be condensed. You could have cut this down by half, but I think the ideas here are cool. And if they're actively referencing Power, Violence, and Grind, I thought it was Interesting that they were they were pulling in some of the spacier, more out there components of that genre yeah. in a way that felt pretty competent. But I would like to hear this with a minute and a half runtime as opposed to a three and a half minute runtime. Yeah, or if this is like if this is sort of meant to be like a dirge sort of track, mm-hmm.
2: I never it never hit like a dirge tempo. Yeah. it never hit that dirge pace. For sure. for me, right? Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: And and I would also like to hear everything turned up to 11 on this not just volume but just intensity in general if you're going to do this because I think the blueprint for a good idea is present in this just turn everything up. I want the fucking drums to be clipping in my headphones. Mm-hmm. I want the bass to be blown the fuck out. I want the vocals to sound like it's, you're it's gotta a sound, madman. It's
2: got to sound like a fucking angry mess. This, and, yeah, you know, it's it, there's got to be, yeah. It's we, we said that last week. We see, yep. it, we say it every time somebody submits something. Almost every time, yeah, somebody submits something with the PV or Fastcore or whatever moniker on, yeah,
1: right. Is it, everything needs to be more intense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for, for modern reference points, see mm-hmm. Gas Chamber, see Iron Lung, right? These are bands that get it right every fucking time. Just turn the intensity up on this as as much as it, you possibly can. Play at the upper limits of your ability. Uh, fucking turn the volume up. Mic, mic the amps closer, whatever you need to do. But I do think the skeleton of a good idea was present here. There were parts of this that I genuinely was like, this is cool. That's a good riff. I would like to hear this. Um, condensed and and intensified but yeah. yeah I didn't think this sucked especially for a first demo pretty cool um, I'll, I'll probably listen to the rest of this and just uh, in, a, in an attempt to better understand the context in which this song exists but I thought the ideas that present presented here were, were good if I saw this live I'd probably say yeah that was cool um, I think it could I think it could use some more work uh, but like for a demo real solid mm-hmm. um, let's uh, let's find out what's up next one. All right, one is uh, Backslider, so not on the same tip, but definitely in the same family, in the same world. Um, This is the, oh, they have an official video for uh, the first single off of their upcoming record, Corpse Flower. The record that it's on is uh, Psychic Rot. Oh, actually, it just came out like two days ago. Um, So this is probably on Bandcamp now. Uh, It's coming out, or just came out, on To Live a Lie records. Um, I think Will listens to the show sometimes, so shout out to Will and To Live a Lie. Um, So, yeah, we're going to hear the song Corpse Corpse Flower by Backslider off of their LP, Psychic Rot. We just heard the song "Corpse Flower" by Backslider off of their LP "Psychic Rot" onto Live A Lie Records. It's kind of uh, it's 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 kind of serendipitous that we heard that right after what we just listened to. Yeah, because I felt like this was uh, this was the realization of many of the suggestions that I made for the previous. Well,
2: and I think a lot of the difference in this is wasn't the last uh, thing basically a solo project.
1: No, no, no. This is a that's this is a proper band. Uh, Infinite Ammo is like a proper proper. Okay, you
2: know it probably. Yeah. Everything's turned up here. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of similarities. What we just heard. Yep. Um, not just, and we're not just saying, I mean, like this had thrashy hardcore bits. This had some dirty bits, this, you know, um, yeah, I guess so. It probably just comes down to, you know, funds and everything else. I'm not saying backsliders rolling in it, but, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there and say that, you know, these dudes have been around for a minute. I was going to say experience too. This is the Backslider's a, been a band for well over a decade. They've got experience. Point. They've got connections. You know what I mean. They're yep. well versed. They know how. They know how that all of this works.
1: Ha, did Backslider play Harrison House? They played a few. I times. feel like they played I mean, it like at least once 10+ plus years ago. And
2: yeah. I was thinking about when they were playing. You know, they don't have a huge discography. Yeah, I have a few things from you mm-hmm. know, um, but they have, I guess, a, an impressive staying power. For sure. Yeah. Right for what they've put out and um, um, the style of music that they're going for, mm-hmm. they haven't fucked up much. No, not really. You know, and I check in on them once in a while and um, I'm always like, yeah, you know, Backslider's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, For some reason, I used to think that, that when when the first time I saw them at the house, yeah, it was a two piece. I might be wrong about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That sounds kind of correct. But they um, may have like been early at one point. on. Yeah, right? they may have been at one point. I'm, I might be wrong about that, though. I, I'm not really sure. It's been a long fucking time. But, yeah, I've always thought backsliders pretty good. This was solid, too. Yeah, this was good. Um, this was, at, as far as the fast core
1: that we hear on the show, um this is uh, in the upper echelon of it yeah i agree this is this is a this is a high tier um right at home on to live a lie this this fucking ripped i don't have that much to say about it i thought all of the the sort of criticism and friendly advice that i level at the first band uh this this was exactly the um this this was all of that in action uh, it was shorter, it was faster, it was more ripping, more intense. They still had, like, dirgy, as you pointed out, dirgy fucking slow stoner riffs in there that worked really well. Everything felt very tight. It fucking, it was blazing from, from, from the word jump on this, like... Yeah, everything about it was good. I like Backslider. This kicks ass. We'll probably check out the rest of this LP, which, like I said, it just came out a few days ago. So if you want to listen to this in in full, you can do so. I think it's up on To Live Alive's Bandcamp and also up on Backslider's Bandcamp. And uh, yeah, I'll probably check out the rest of this record this week. That was that was really fucking good. Yep. Um, all right, let's uh, let's see what's up next. Four. Okay, four is uh, four is the submission from uh, Brody the the project that the recording project he does with his buddy. Time your run. Um, so like I said, there's no Bandcamp or Spotify for this. He just sent this over to us. So um, I don't even know what the name of the song is. He just he just sent us uh, an MP3. Maybe maybe if we say this really kicks ass, it'll light a fire under Brody's ass to uh, put it up on the internet. Who knows? How long is the track? Um, let's check. Uh, it is. A little under two minutes long. Okay. But I have no idea what to expect. I I have no idea what to expect either. So we're going to listen to a track by Time Your Run from Brisbane, Australia. (laughs) All right, so we just listened to a track that I'm not sure even has a name by Time Your Run. I'm just going to, before I say anything about it, I'm just going to read exactly what Brody said about this. So he says a shit demo off a shit recording that has neither a bandcamp, Spotify, or physical release. I'm too lazy. Band is Time Your Run. Brisbane, Australia. I use the band very loosely. Me and a friend. Intro sucks, but fucking whatever. Please know I heartily encourage a good ribbing. So that's what he has to say about this. So... I was kind of expecting something a lot more half-assed than this. No, this was given, given the way it was presented to us. Yeah. This was
2: a lot more coherent and like, um, I guess a fully formed than I expected it to be.
1: Agreed. The, the intro was a little less, a little lackluster. I wouldn't say it full on sucked, but it, it didn't get the blood pumping per se. You probably could have done without the intro. I I'll concur with you on that. Um, but after that, it, 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 it kicked right in. It was fast. It was pretty competent hardcore. I thought the the mosh part at the end was a little goofy. Not exactly to my taste. That
2: lost me for sure.
1: But but nonetheless, it didn't suck. I was expecting this to be like, oh man, this is just going to be some real half ass nonsense. Like, and I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to admonish Brody for even sending this our way and be like, dude, come on, why don't you try a little bit harder? But listen, if if this is the type of hardcore you like, I thought that this was a a real fair shake at it. You know what I mean? Like it. Was it was a it was an honest and fair attempt. If you do a whole demo of this kind of stuff, I'm sure there would be plenty of kids that like this. It didn't excite me. It didn't capture my imagination, but I wasn't bummed on it. If I saw this in a basement on a Wednesday night, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know that band was pretty solid. I, I'll pick up a demo tape, whatever. Didn't suck at all. I thought uh, I thought this displayed a, a general competence and understanding of hardcore as a form that I was not expecting going into this. If there's more material, I encourage you to put it up on Bandcamp. If there's not, get together with your homie, write some more, you know, put together six or seven songs, put it up. I think despite the fact that this isn't exactly to my taste, you can clearly write a hardcore song, and I'm sure there be would be people out there that would enjoy it. If if you feel like doing this, um, I think you undersold yourself.
2: Yeah, I think this is, I don't know, this is not necessarily a style of hardcore that I pay that much attention to. Sure. A little too fucking bouncy for me. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah um a little too a little too uh a little too much of the street wear in it for me sure but yeah when it was fast i enjoyed it for sure yep um this sounds like you know uh a young band that might be uh shooting to like putting some scratch tracks together and trying to like draw the attention of somebody like triple b
1: sure exactly yeah for sure i i honestly i think that this is this was on par or Better than a lot of stuff in this vein that we hear on the show. So if this is your throwaway shit, um, get together with your homie again, really focus on it, write some songs, and also the recording quality was totally fine for a demo. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't offended by nope. that at all. I thought if if you're the one who recorded and mixed this, you did a really sol- solid job on it. I thought um, like the, the the little bits of delay on the vocals were were employed very tastefully. Yeah man I, I think you you're really uh, you're underselling yourself brody you get get back get back in the lab cook up some tracks and record cuz I thought this was real solid um keep keep working at it and I'm sure you'll be playing shows right along speed um yeah that was that was cool uh let's uh let's see what's up next one okay one is uh ADHD uh, you can find this at hdnyc.bandcamp.com. This is their demo. Twenty Twenty One came out came out in May of last year, actually. So this uh, this slipped by me. I didn't see anybody talking about this at all um let me check my notes i can't remember eric submitted this to the podcast yeah i don't i i didn't see anybody talking about this i didn't see anybody sharing it in my socials but it seems like a fair amount of people has have purchased a digital version of this at least and a uh, a handful of people have left uh left positive reviews on here which is which is more than you could say about a lot of stuff um so uh they've got the first song which is also the eponymous track queued up to play so we're going to listen to adhd by adhd off their demo just heard ADHD by ADHD off of their demo 2021. How'd you feel about it?
2: Pretty good. Yeah. Fast to the point. For sure.
1: Uh, I like the vocals.
2: Yeah. I liked, I liked um, the screechy almost, um, not quite Donald Duck. Not quite. But you know what I mean? Like they had that, that screechy, unintelligible sort of uh, just mania behind them.
1: Yeah. This, everything about this, not just the vocals, but I think the vocals put it, put it especially into this category of like this could have been a 625 band or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this yeah. this very much feels like turn of the century, fast, hardcore. Yeah. Um, this was good. Uh, it's good enough that I'm surprised I didn't hear anybody talking about this cause it was really ripping. The mosh part was f- super fun, super catchy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Especially with the amount of people that I that I see on the in the supported by column on bandcamp too. It, it it kinda shocks me that I didn't see a single person big up in this.
2: Yeah, because as far as I can tell, they just
1: bought the digital album. Yeah, for and sure. And there's
2: a lot of there's a lot of folks there buying a digital album. Uh,
1: there is, there were tapes. So, okay. Art, Artifact Audio NYC. Um, I'm opening the link to it right now, uh, and it looks. Oh no, this is sold out. Um, so this was. Uh, I don't I have no idea how many how many copies of this there were, or anything like that. So I can't speak to uh, to its popularity really. But like I said, it, it, a fair amount of people bought the digital copy. So yeah, this is. I'm surprised I didn't hear people talking about this. This was a really solid really fast ripping hardcore, not quite fast core, but like I said, definitely in the sort in the kind of thrash core vein of like the, the turn of the century, very early aughts. This was really solid. I yeah, liked it
2: pretty solid. It's, this is, this is um, running a close second mm-hmm. to the best thing I've heard since you got here tonight. Yeah, because the best thing I heard was that Grim Yard stuff. <laughs> agreed. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Agreed. But I, I would say but this, this is, is running a close second. This is with This is a uh, this is a close second. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Cool. I'm gonna check out the rest of this for sure. And uh, they give us uh, six songs on the demo. I'm not mad about no, that. No, I'm at not all.
2: mad about that at all. You're getting uh, you're getting uh, you know. Proper demo release. Yeah,
1: for sure. This is this is cool. This brought me back to a real specific time and place. This was this was really cool. Um, stoked to stoked to listen to the rest of this for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice. Four. Okay, four is better than you with ha ha ha. This is uh, the Swedish band that was submitted by two of our Swedish listeners. They're based out of Stockholm. You can find this at betterthanyou.bandcamp.com. It was described to me as locking out style bouncy hardcore. The, the presentation certainly uh, seems to suggest that. Um, it looks like they've had something come out since this was submitted yes. um, in January of this year, but you know, this is what was submitted, so we'll listen to this. Um, it looks like they've got the first song queued up to play, so we're gonna listen to the song Gun To My Head by Better Than You off of Ha Ha Ha. All right, we decided to listen to two songs, so we heard Gun To My Head and Iron Will by Better Than You off of Ha Ha Ha. So I, I think the description given here is is pretty accurate. I actually, I think I remember now listening to this because I had the same thought that Anton, who submitted this, uh, said that the vocalist kind of sounds like a Swedish Jeff Perlin from Breakdown, which I can definitely hear. And this band in general is clearly worshiping at the altar of Breakdown and Intent to Injure, and then at a lot of the bands from the late 90s and early 2000s that were trying to channel that stuff like Rampage and and Righteous Jams and that whole Boston scene that I grew up on and and have an affinity for. And I've talked before, we've talked on this show before, uh, we've had a handful, a very small handful of things that have fallen into this category that we've liked. Um, some of it has been hyper proficient, like end it from Baltimore. really good, it's really fucking good. And some of it has been endearingly amateurish in a way similar to the breakdown eighty seven demo, like uh, by all means, from uh, Tacoma, I think, which we also liked. This sits in a an uncomfortable space between those two things for me, where it's like the production quality is high enough, but the skill level is low enough that they clash in, in in a way for me that doesn't really work. Like as much as I like what they're going for because I cut my teeth on a lot of stuff that's in this general vein and and the classic stuff that they're pulling from, like out, I'm literally wearing an Outburst hoodie right now. So like my affinity for this style of hardcore is is pronounced. I, I, lo- I really like bouncy, late 80s, New York hardcore demo core stuff. That's one of my favorite brief eras in hardcore is is that period at outburst demo and uh the seven inches some of my favorite hardcore ever put the tape period i love it but this just didn't do it for me it just didn't it wasn't hitting on on really any cylinders like i get what they were going for i would be interested to hear what they just put out in january we rock the house because it's almost a year between this submission ha 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 and we rock the house so Plenty of time for them to have gotten better, especially if, you know, this came out in April of last year. It may have been recorded in February of last year. It may be written in... Fucking December of 2020, who knows so there's at least been a, a solid year of time for this band to tighten up and write better songs. so I'm gonna listen to the newest release on my own own time and and if it's any good i'll I'll report back on the next episode but this uh this this really didn't do much for me so this kind of hardcore I think I've made clear before I
2: like a very narrow window of it yeah um, yeah, I like breakdown, I like intent to injure. I like the classic stuff that existed for that moment sure. Generally speaking, unless it's not unless it's something like, you know, End which I thought was phenomenal. Yeah. And really fucking gets it right. Yeah. I'm not interested in bands that visit this bouncy style of New York hardcore. Yeah. For me it just is um I don't know, it's it's uh it's um a it, it's a one of a kind sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. and I don't um, it, it does not appeal to me in recreation usually as much as like just standard early 80s hardcore does yeah um i thought that this was fun and i think that that's the like that's what i took away from this is like you know a lot of times one of my big gripes with this sort of stuff is that it's too self-serious for sure yeah or it inspires a lot of shit that is way too self-serious yeah right because you know guys listen to the fucking music you're playing right look at the clothes you're wearing yeah right like what are you talking about Right, right for sure when you look at these guys they look like shit sure Um, this, a lot of times I, I, I refer to what I call like streetwear hardcore, right. Which I really just generally don't like. Sure. Um, there's some streetwear in here, but these guys look like shit.
1: Yeah, for sure. I do. I really do appreciate that about them. They don't look like a band of dudes who would be playing this style of hardcore, which is, is 100% points in their lane for me. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like they don't look like they're trying to dress like Outburst on the miles to go. Right, because I do look like I'm right. trying to
1: dress like outbursts on a Miles Takeover And, and
2: usually when I see dudes that are going to play in a band that dress the way you do when you decide to wear a bunch of streetwear, Yeah, mm, for sure. I'm not interested.
1: I, I mean, I'm the same way, <laughs> for I, sure. I'm usually not interested. So these yeah. guys look like shit.
2: They're having some fun. Um, I think that, yeah, it was a bit sloppy. You need to tighten it up if, if – I mean – that said breakdown does i mean it's sloppy the demo shit. Is sloppy shit, yeah right? no doubt yeah but there's something endearing about that for sure um that is you know you you can't it's inimitable yeah right? exactly yeah um so tighten it up sound like end it which then i'm into it sure um yeah i would be interested in listening to new stuff i want to i want to uh read their little bio here okay we kept asking ourselves why are people forced to listen to music they do not like then we decided to create the possibility for people to listen to music they do like. <laughs> I like that. So I think that really says a lot about where this band is coming from. For sure. And I definitely appreciate that flex. Yeah, no doubt. Um I appreciate that uh, that uh spirit. So I'm yeah. not going to completely shit on this. I thought it was, there were times when it really, it, it caught me and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Yeah. Um I could, I, I'm having some fun here. And then there were other times where I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. The fucking... Two, three, busted or whatever. Sure. The count out. That's a classic. That's a classic. Of course. Yeah. So I probably actually will listen to We Rock the House just to see what they've done in, um, you know, eight months, nine months.
1: I also really like the name We Rock the House for for a record. Yeah. That's fun. In in line with what you were just saying, for sure. One of the reasons I really appreciate all of the locking out stuff that that you that you missed but was super formative for me, like Mental and Righteous Jams and shit like that, is it was actively trying to be fun. The shows looked like a fucking blast. The people making the music were clearly having a really good time. Um, I saw, um, fuck, who did I who did I see? I saw like a, a reunited Lock Out band a few years ago before the the lockdown started and shit got weird and uh, and it was a fucking blast. Um, yeah, man, it's just like the. The, the lack of self seriousness is a big win for this, for sure. I'm in total agreement there. So I'll check out uh, "We Rock the House" and, and see yeah, if it, I like it. It's just better. one song, so oh word, okay, cool. Uh, maybe they've been really fucking honing their, their they've craft. been working on that song for like eight this months. song is like it's the pinnacle of what they can do. Yep. Right? Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's listen to something else. Five. Okay, five is uh, the Finnish band from Helsinki. Like I said, spell you know, it. Just spell it. Y L E S E T. S Y Y T. You can find this at openupandbleedrecordings.bandcamp.com, which is good. Um, and it looks like this is just, I don't know if it's like a, a label that's probably run by the band, because it looks like the only thing up are an EP by this band from 2019 and then this EP that came out, or I, I, yeah, I assume it's probably a seven-inch or a tape that came out in October of last year. I'm not, I know I say this a lot and then I actually do try to pronounce it. I'm legitimately not going to try to pronounce the name of this release because looking at it, I mean, I'm sure if I observed it more closely, it would look like a real word, but just looking at it, it looks like a random collection of letters. Um, I'm not gonna give it. A, I'm not gonna give it a go. It does look like a random collection of letters. Uh, I will say it's nice. They list the distros where you can find this in Finland and the rest of the world. Oh, that's very sick! Wow, more international bands should do that. Yeah sick okay cool so we're gonna listen to uh the first song on here that's what they got queued up to play opportunist in Al-coul- Al-cou- i said i wasn't going to try to pronounce the title of the re- the record okay. um we're going to listen to the first song of this record that i can't pronounce by a band i can't pronounce <laughs> wish I could tell you what that song was called and what the name of this release was uh I'm gonna just spell this for you again y-l-e-i-s-e-t space s-y-y-t that is now the best thing that I'm going say tonight. that was better than Grimyard that's that was really really I really like that I really like that for sure that got my that got my blood some very me. good riffs in there Whew. man that's another one I'm very, very surprised that I did not hear about last year. Cause this came out in October of 2021. So you can find this. I don't know if any of these distros have it. They said it is sold out. I'm assuming they mean it is sold out from the original source, uh, them, I would assume. Uh, so you can check, sorry state. If you're in the U S you can t- check vinyl conflict. You can check out blown out media. If you're one of our listeners in Canada, you can check this out via neon taste sold out on sorry state. Okay. Um, if you're in the, uh, the, like, mainland Europe, Static Shock has copies of this. Um, Mandeku Discoc has copies of this. In the UK, uh, La and muse has this. Human Discharge and Quality Control all had copies of this. So I don't know if anywhere has copies of this anymore. Um, looks like there was a UK edition that was 200 copies and then a regular edition that was only 300. So if these distros... Probably only got a few copies a piece. I imagine this is no longer out there, but maybe you can find a used copy on Discogs or something. I would check all these distros. I am going to check all of these distros and try to get a copy of this. This was really, really fucking good. I really don't know what I can say about this. This is one of those incredibly self-explanatory bands uh, for whom, like, if I played this and somebody told me they didn't like it, I would I would immediately question their credentials. Yeah, this, for sure. This was really undeniably fucking ripping
2: yeah this was distinctively um distinctively scandinavian for sure but there was a good deal of just
1: classic
2: rock in this yeah man not classic rock like grandpa's rock but you know what i mean like just classic rock and roll in this
1: this also hit a this was a perfect tempo for a mid-tempo rager too because this wasn't fast but it wasn't slow and dirgy this was this was exactly the right BPM to just get me wanting to, like, headbutt the person standing next to me for a solid two minutes. Yeah. Great. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Uh, probably one of my favorite things that I've heard so far in the calendar year of 2022.
2: I would agree with that. This was really good. I'm I'm looking forward to buy as well. Vinyl Conflict is out. Sorry State is out.
1: Um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, so uh, Blown Out Media is our last our last bastion of hope, hope in the U.S. So. Or you can pay $12 for it on Discogs. Yeah, that's not terrible. Plus um, shipping. Uh, yeah, I might I might this is really fucking good. Um so we don't have uh we don't have very many calls tonight. I think we only have like two. Um why not why not roll the dice and, and give another band a shot, right? Okay. So we're going to roll the dice one more time and see what we get. 4. Okay, 4 is Plague pits. You can find this at this is This is a band from uh, Bern, Switzerland um they have got the first track which is also a self-titled track queued up to play i was told that this is uh synthy stuff it certainly looks like synthy stuff so we're going to listen to plague pits by the band plague pits off of their release either i or one All right, we just heard the song Plague Pits by the band Plague Pits. I've wavered back on f- and forth on whether this release is called I or is the Roman numeral numeral one. I'm going to assert now that it is simply called one just because that's the decision I've come to. Um, so this is something that I, I should have and wanted to like a lot more than I did. There were obvious... I mean, this sounds like it could have come out in 1985, 1986. There yep, was legitimately. There was virtually no modern components here. This very much, especially when the chorus kicked in, uh, was really reminiscent of, like, With Sympathy era ministry, like pre-industrial ministry. But it did have little components of, like, early proto-industrial, you know, Einstein's and the Neubauten type stuff with, like, the, the harsh sounds that were, that were kind of... Uh, just like jutting in and out of the mix here and there, I didn't think this was bad at all. Maybe if I, this struck me a, in, a, in a different type of mood, I mean, I was just coming off of just absolutely ripping, finished. <laughs> fucking where hardcore. I am, man. As soon as this opened up, I was, I was like, Ugh. yeah, for sure. I just, I was, I was primed and ready for something else.
2: You yeah, know? and, it, and it definitely, I think if I were um, in a different headspace, I would probably would pay more attention to this. Yeah, yeah. I, literally, all I've been doing is looking at these shows for that. Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: <laughs> what we heard right prior to this ripped so fucking hard that the riffs of that are still reverberating in my skull. Yeah, and,
2: and if you put the like personally for me, yeah, if you put uh, that Finnish band's name mm-hmm. up against anything that sounds like this, yes, I'm always taking whatever sounds like that Finnish
1: band. I agree, man. I agree. That's that's why at the end of the day, as as well rounded uh, as I as I attempt to be, and as much music as I enjoy, I. I am a caveman. I'm a hunter gatherer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the familiar. I'm gonna go back to who is bringing me just like uh, the most basic, ripping, catchy hardcore riffs. At, yeah. the, at the end of the day, that's yeah. really what I want. As much as I, as much as I posture like I'm a, I'm a I'm a smart dude who likes smart music. I I want the knuckle dragon shit. What
2: what we just because I did the second track
1: that was coming in a gift for disaster. It sounded cool. Yeah. It
2: sounded pretty cool. Yeah. Um this is going to be my morning commute Okay, music. I yeah. think this is good for the horrific, bleak, sure. um,
1: rural Indiana mm-hmm. commute. Yes, for sure. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, so nothing I heard I disliked. I just wasn't. I just, I think my brain just couldn't possibly be receptive to it on the tail of what we had no, heard. No, I was prior just stuck in those riffs. I'm probably going to listen to this. Uh, I'll, I'll cause I got to, I'm, I'm driving down to Indianapolis tomorrow, so I'll have a similarly bleak drive. So I'll probably put this on and, and check this out because what I heard of it, I liked. I thought it was cool. I just, like, I wasn't ready to hear it. I made a mistake by, uh, suggesting we roll the dice again because we weren't going to top that. So yeah. let's, uh, let's listen to the couple messages that we have and then call it a night.
3: Yeah. Nate was talking about how, uh, I think it was John Fett, uh, it might be John Fett, uh, triggered him into thinking about work all night regarding shrubbery and whatnot. But uh, I got to tell you, when he talked, when you guys mentioned the uh, the chip that the random chip that he just ate, that was triggering for me. I work, you know, great notes. I work in special at a work in a unit, and uh, I'd say a good at least. 55 to 75% of my day is preventing my fucking kids from eating shit up off the floor. So, yeah, I, I listen to this on the way to work. And every time uh, you guys, you know, say shit like that, it just makes going in that much harder.
1: Yeah, so that, that wasn't John Fett who called in. That was uh, our buddy John who lives down in Bloomington. Um, but yeah, I can, I can see why that would, that would, that would trigger you. Cause I, I worked not in, uh, not in special ed specifically, but I, as I've mentioned on the, on the show a few times, I'm, I worked with folks who had developmental disabilities for probably three years. And I grew up in that environment because I had an uncle who was in group homes from the time I was born. So I, I've been around that a lot. And, uh, yeah, depending upon the, the, the level of my clients, it was either preventing them from. Uh, eating shit off the floor for sure, or, you know, getting sharp objects and and hurting themselves or others. Um, Just depend on, depended on the uh, tenor of the day when I got into my, into my shift. So, I feel you, I can see why that would be triggering.
2: Which is, which is better or worse? Eating random shit off the floor? Or, you know, you're in for one when it comes to stabbing, like random, you know, assaulting each other with random objects? eating shit off the floor for sure. That's worse.
1: No, no, no. Oh no. I'm sorry. That one is, that one is much more chill. I was going to say like, but you know,
2: I mean, just purely from like a, yeah.
1: Yeah, but dude, that goes away real fast. Yeah, dude, that goes I away, does. I bet it, right does. I bet it fucking fast. does. When my car, well, I've talked about it before, but when my carcass long sleeve got ripped in half, I was like, you know what? I think I'm about. I think I'm about at the end of I'm my about, rope. With about to add this. they're not twelve dollars an hour. Just really isn't cutting it for this kind no, of work. That's not. That's not twelve dollars an hour stuff. No, no, they pay you. They pay you insultingly low to do that job. So, uh, sorry, sorry, we triggered you, Larry. All yeah, right, let's, it happens. Hasn't
2: happened since.
1: And that's right. Yeah. I'm sure she maybe you finally
2: learned your lesson. I did not learn my lesson. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying that I've been successful since. That's good. <laughs> All
1: right, let's hear the next one.
4: Yo, yo. So uh, these are actually genuinely serious, but also really kind of dumb. Well, the first one isn't. What do you guys prefer, Near Death Experience Chrome Eggs or Revenge and the Self Title? I think that's what it is. 2016 Harley Flanagan Chrome Eggs album. Like, I'm actually genuinely serious with. Uh honestly, is there anything good about either? And also, uh, we got a cage match. It's Harley versus uh John Joseph. But also uh John Joseph has Alex Jones in his corner, so it's like a tag team and Harley has Ben Shapiro. Who's winning? Is anyone getting killed? What's well, good with that one? Also curious. Also plug in a show. We got the four from within showcase not associated with that, but I think it's cool that they're actually doing a battle of the bands type thing before it where I think people vote in, I don't know, to uh see who can open it. Which is I think pretty neat. See?
1: Okay, so I'm I'm gonna answer the second question first because I just wanna get it out of the way because it's like a pure goofy hypothetical. And frankly, like I am really done with the John Joseph and Harley Flanagan, hardcore obsession, and like the gossip circle around that shit. It's so it is it is full on like hardcore celebrity gossip shit. What, what? So just just John Joseph is like annoying on Instagram, and is always posting like you know like, hey man, like if you take the vaccine, bro, you don't need that shit. If you you know if you are a strong guy, or whatever, like. Sure. You don't right. you don't really need that shit, bro. So stop letting Big Pharma lie to you, bro. And then Harley Flanagan like posting on his status is like, fuck you, old man, you stupid idiot. It's just been an ongoing beef between them for a long time. Fucking Harley years ago stabbed uh, the standing bassist of of Cro-Mags like well over a decade ago at a show in an altercation that has two very different stories depending on you if you ask Harley or if you ask JJ. There's two iterations of the Cro-Mags. It's fucking annoying. I'm tired of everybody talking about it. I'm tired of all the fucking JJ memes. But that said, in a cage match, between J.J. and Harley, and you throw Alex Jones and Ben Shapiro in the mix, it's no contest, because I think Harley to J.J. is pretty evenly matched. They're both madmen. They're both in remarkably good shape for their age, and they're both, like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys. But Ben Shapiro is a simpering wuss of the highest order. Like, I could blow that dude over. If I looked at him hard enough, he would probably piss his pants, and I'm not a hard dude. Whereas Alex Jones is a legitimate, unhinged fucking maniac who is probably on any any degree of uh, any any um, he's on stimulants of some sort all, at any given time all you have to do is get him amped enough yeah and keep the distance <laughs> right. and he will drop on his own <laughs> that, that's probably true yeah ha- cardiac arrest is probably coming quick for alex jones so. he looks
2: like he's he's in the, he's always looks like he's in the midst of cardiac arrest that right? that, that is true for I, sure i don't i don't pay attention to chromags. good you should like uh, here's the thing: I don't pay attention to Cromags beyond basically like Age of Coral. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I honestly like every time Cromags comes up, it's AJ. Yeah, I. It's you must fucking love the Cromags more than anybody else I know.
1: Yeah, well, if you were so you were lucky enough to not be on the internet, it is the constant. Constant fucking focal point of discussion in every forum that you turn to. It it, ha- it comes up on the Demolition Facebook group. It comes up on the No Echo Facebook group. It's on everybody's fucking Instagram stories and various memes. It's mad fucking annoying. Well,
2: uh, first off, I want to point out John Joseph is right. Yeah, you don't need the vaccine. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter if you're a big man or a little man. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter if you're a baby. Yes. Or a granny. Sure. You don't need it. You don't need it, but it couldn't hurt. <laughs> and frankly. I don't care what happens to you if you get it or not. For sure. I agree right? entirely. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Shit, give up and give me all those yummy vaccines, right? <laughs> yeah. And if they kill me, all the better. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? Sure. At least I'm off of this fucking shit planet filled with morons.
1: That's true. Right? Yeah. At least
2: I'm done. Yeah. Right? I don't I of course, you know I'm not a I am not I do not follow any social media, right? I'm, yeah. <clears throat> That's well established and everything, and it's not a joke. like there's you will not find me, yeah, um and I, I could not care less. sure I don't we've said this before, I don't like fandom. Yeah. And that's the only reason that, you know, people pay attention to this sort of shit. Like, I don't find either John Joseph or Harley Flanagan interesting as people. No, not really. I don't find most anybody interesting as people enough sure. that I actually want to check in and see what the thoughts are and how they're doing. And ironically, here I am giving my fucking thoughts. Right. I'm not doing so well. Still got that goddamn kidney stone. <laughs> and I feel like I have a 10-pound f- fucking bag of shit stuck in my ascending colon. But, um okay right yeah you know like yeah, sure um i just i don't understand fandom and i don't understand why anybody wants a peek behind the curtain of any entertainer yeah or any figure yeah who's I, or, I get that who's out there like, sure. i just don't care it gets back, I, that that gets back to why i don't care about the fucking movies either is we we had this exact conversation fans ruin everything yeah, that is definitely true. Right. Yes. They ruin everything. They fucking ruin everything. It'd be fine if Marvel said, Hey, here's another wacky movie with Spider-Man. Have some fun. Yeah. But instead you got people acting like it's an important fucking thing. For sure. They yeah. talk about how they cry and they talk about all this stupid shit. And like Jake Gyllenhaal's really good as fucking, you know, Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. He's also in a fucking movie where he and his brother apparently are gonna kidnap like ambulances. It's called ambulance. <laughs> right? So, who gives a fuck what Jake Gyllenhaal does? He can fucking put a shotgun in his mouth. Who gives a fuck, right? He's a moving thing on a screen that I watch. In my association with him, need not be anything more. And For thing sure. goes with fucking John Joseph and Harley. Who gives
1: a fuck? Yeah.
2: I just don't understand why people give a fuck, man. Your brain is fucking broken. You need to fucking separate yourself from your entertainment and realize that liking something is not a fucking character, like, like a character feature of yourself right it's not it's not it's not a personality trait yeah for sure for sure yeah and if you
1: can't figure that out then erase yourself (laughs) indeed so uh to answer the initial question which is a better one but still not a great one because it's really a no contest experience you asked about near-death experience the 93 chrome record versus uh, the Harley Flanagan solo, but still kind of a cro record from 2016, which I think hilariously he titled cro because <laughs> he didn't have the rights to use the name. So he just called the record cro It's no contest. Actually, that record has some cuts on it. It's pretty good. Harley Flanagan's vocals are, are very goofy on it for sure, but there are some undeniably like really good riffs. It becomes abundantly clear within a couple minutes of listening to that record that Harley Flanagan kind of, is the chromags in ter- terms of like the riff writing and shit? Like that dude clearly contains the best ideas in that band. He probably needs a filter, um, and there are moments of that record that don't stick. I don't find myself revisiting that it, that often. But when it came out, I was like, yo, this is pretty decent, surprisingly so. I would say Near Death Experience is is straight up bad. Uh, the Age of Quarrel is the only. I don't care what anybody says. It is the only classic. It is the only crucial chromax material best wishes has some cuts on it and i can tell you i revisited their entire 80s and 90s discography very recently uh, in an attempt to just like refresh my memory see if my opinions changed i warmed to best wishes a little bit i warmed to alpha omega a little bit but i will still say at their best moments they are really good at their worst moments they are painfully boring Age of Coral is fucking great. Wall-to-wall bangers, an all-time great record in any genre, period. One of the best records ever. Um, Near-Death Experience, by the time you get there, you're left with basically nothing to like. There's full-on rapping on that record. Like, John Joseph raps on Near-Death Experience. Um, I mean, I guess it's kind of endearing in the sense that, like, a Cro-Mags record in 1993 is mm-hmm. is trying to rap, but it's not good. Yeah, it's 1993, man. Everyone's trying
2: to rap. Or they're—it's a little late. Yeah, like you know what I mean.
1: It's a little late or a little early. It's depending on it, right? Right. Just, yeah. there, there's like a lull, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, right? yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go the Harley solo record from 2016 all day. And Nate, I don't think you've probably listened to any of these. Wouldn't care less. Yeah, for sure. So there you go. We got uh, we got one text message. Um I will check it as soon as my computer stops. Uh, well, you can just read it. My com- you you got them pulled up. My computer is doing a little spinning wheel thing. It's having an increasingly difficult tri- time changing from tab to tab on the internet, so.
2: Um when Nate and Fatty have an eating competition, don't forget to record it and post it on the FB page. Everybody place your bets for when it happens. Okay. When it happens, I, mean, I
1: you know, if we go to Florida. Yeah. Sure. Well, Let's we're, do it. we're 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 going we're gonna get kind of close to Florida. In well, the we're next going, month, but Florida. we're not going to Florida. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. So
2: you know, we go to Florida. You know, if Fatty's around, we'll try to make contact with him. It'd be nice to hang. Yeah, right. Sure, and see if he's actually down. Yeah. Um, in the condition that I'm currently in, yeah, I'm in I'm in li- right now, uh-huh. um, late Elvis stage <laughs> of fecal impaction for some reason.
1: Yeah, uh, he would win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but hopefully, we'll if we can, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna make sure that you're in tip-top form. You, you get my abdomen running like a well-oiled machine. Yeah and it's no contest. You can put down anybody basically. It's <laughs> no contest. Yeah, I can I can attest to that. Uh, he's, he's not just blustering here. I've seen this man eat. So, we'll call it there for the night. We already plugged the Patreon, so if you want to submit music demo listen podcast at gmail.com, just sh- make sure your release is a year or less old. We are going to be doing a hell week really soon. We were talking about it. We didn't end up doing it this weekend, but we also got to make sure that you're in tip-top form. We don't want you we don't want you trying to record for 12 to 14 straight hours with a, a bowels full of shit or maybe we do i don't think so man i, I don't want to put you through that level of suffering I, it would make me feel bad yeah, i'm just saying and that, i also want us to i want us to go in as fresh as possible so that the the start juxtaposition between beginning and end can really be felt yeah you know i don't want you going in hobbled i yeah. want you going in strong so um so yeah feel free to submit music to us um we're going to catch up on your submissions asap if you want to call, and leave a message, or shoot us a text message, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep it brief, a minute and a half or under if you call in. Thanks to everybody who subscribed to the Patreon. Thanks to everybody for listening. Again, if you listen on Spotify, you can uh, leave ratings on there now, so everybody rate. Thanks to everybody who has rated. I saw we've got 4.7 stars, so that's pretty good out of a five-star system. We're, 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 <laughs> we're coming up right towards the top. I want to point out something that you said at the beginning that's been sticking in my craw
2: Okay, about the Green Knight. Oh yeah, okay. You said I love that movie; it's fantastic. Uh-huh. And then in the next breath, you said it probably should have been a twenty-minute film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought. It, I thought. <laughs> so it, what is it? I thought it was really. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was really beautiful to look at. Like I said, the cinemato- the cinematography was good. I can understand the gripe that it was boring, and I definitely agree that it uh, it tried to stretch out a really thin plot over a very yeah. long period of time. But I think I enjoy movies on on more levels than i i can enjoy a movie on more levels than than just that you know what i'm saying sure. like i don't need all of those components to be there i had a really good time watching that i movie. did
2: not have a good a single good, i had two good minutes i
1: commiserate with your position and i fully understand and commiserate with the the, the fact that you 100% could have plot wise condensed that into 20 minutes and gotten a really strong short film huh. but i was i i was not bummed with it with the 2 hour runtime now i'm never watching another new movie Okay. Cool. Well, I'm sorry that the Green Knight put you off of it, but I guess more movies for me. There you go. I guess <laughs> <laughs> watching movies is, is, is a zero sum. <laughs> it's <game>. a zero sum <laughs> game. Once you watch it, it takes it out of the running for everybody <laughs> else. Right. Only so many watches. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, all right. Thanks. We'll uh, we'll see you on the next one.